Hey everyone, before you get into this podcast, I just wanted to come on here and let you know that this was recorded, I think, at the beginning of April. So some of the things that we talk about um, may be um, not a- as relevant uh, as they are now. It's probably, yeah, it's more on me because I had some issues, technical issues with the file. So apologies to Olivia that this is coming a tad little late. But uh, thank you anyway for doing the podcast with me. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy and God bless. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Janice Diaries podcast with me, Janice. I'm so excited to have this platform to learn, grow and inspire through many conversations and discussions with people who have influenced my life in some way, shape or form. Hello. Oh, hi. Hold on. I have to tell my people to, to shut up before. We... <laughs> you tell them. Yeah, I've got to. i got to tell them. How are you, Liv? I'm very good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks. You're listening to Olivia, who is, has been my friend for how long now? Nine years. Can you According believe it? So we are part of... Uh, we started uni together in 2011. Yes. And uh, I'll tell you, actually, do you remember the moment that, like, that day that we met? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, uh, what, the, the move-in day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, it was good. So, uh, obviously, we didn't get into halls, but I actually think it was for the better. So we went into a yeah. shared house, yeah, yeah, um, which was actually organised by one of our other good friends, Laura. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Laura. Um, and yeah, she organised a house for four of us girls, and yeah, I think it was a blessing in disguise that we didn't get into halls because we ended up staying in our house together for two years. Exactly, and actually, we. We first, like, I think we probably first connected on Facebook. Yeah. Because I remember stalking Charlotte, one of our other <laughs> and, and And Laura, like me and Laura started speaking and then she added Charlotte. And then did Laura uh, connect with you? Yeah. So um, it's amazing because you like look at people's profiles and you're like, oh, yeah but you don't at the same time you just don't know what they're going to be like so it's kind of nerve-wracking obviously we were quite young as well yeah no we were I remember coming in and I was like uh oh Olivia's got the big room at the bottom (laughs) and I had the tiny room and I was paying the same amount I was so late for the (laughs) moving in you were late (laughs) (laughs) um excuse me in the end it was like my little sanctuary yeah to be fair I think I mean sorry I kind of stole the room before you got there (laughs) (laughs) now you know how I really feel yeah um letting it all out on the podcast um but yeah, I think it would be different if we didn't have like a communal area. But because we had like our living room and kitchen, it was fine because really your bedroom was just to sleep, I guess. Exactly. Um, exactly. So yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to make you feel a bit better about it. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> Appreciate that.
I mean, it would be no. different if we didn't have a communal area that we could all hang out. But because we did have that, I mean, we even had like a small garden. And yeah, I had a big room. I remember the first night, actually, we all just sat in my room. I think we watched like X Factor or something and ate Domino's <laughs> <Probably>. pizzas. <laughs> yeah, I was telling my parents not too long ago that we had so many pizza boxes by the time we moved out. Yeah, Remember that photo? Yeah, <laughs> it's because you get all these good deals when you're a student, so you just have to use the vouchers. Yeah, and every freshers, you go and get that, like, Domino's um, deal. Free slice. <laughs> yes. Uh, what was your, I'm just thinking back to when we were at uni, like, what was your, what's your best memory, do you think, of that kind of point in life? Because obviously now, life looks a lot different. and it's it's not as easy or as ah, what shall I say? Like you you have more cares now. Like this that we have more like far more responsibilities than we used to at that time. Um. Yeah. I think it's just like well, I love like living with like friends, and I think the fact that you can just go like I well, I have memories of just going into like your guys' rooms, just seeing yeah. what you're up to, and then like. I don't know, even just chilling and like watching TV, basically, I mean, yeah, we kind of had uni work to worry about, but really no worries <laughs> in the world. No, um, no, no, nothing beyond that. Yeah. Or like even just like, oh, should we go look around the shops mm. and just stuff like that? Or like, what are you going to wear tonight? Or what are you going <laughs> to drink tonight? <laughs> do you know, do you know what I remember though? I remember one time I said, I wasn't going out and uh, I don't know if it was you and Laura kneeled on my door, <laughs> knocking the door saying, Janice, please come out. <laughs> did it work? I, th- I think it might have. I think it did. <laughs> I think it did. Yeah. But yeah, um, it was just so chilled. Um, and I, I now when I see students who are like proper stressed about like uni, I'm like, you need to enjoy this time because it's it's probably when you have most free time. Well, I don't know now with uh, COVID, people have more free time. But yeah, it was like that one of those moments in life where you just needed to enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. Because it doesn't last that long. No, it's scary. And I can't believe it's been nine years. I know. Nine whole years. But do you do you feel like um, when you finish uni, and I, I had done a placement um, as we all did, but how was that transition into work? Yours was quite, um, you went straight into where you did your placement, didn't you? Yeah, so I obviously did my placement and then yeah. luckily I kind of stayed in touch with them throughout final year and they did offer me a job at the end of it. So I think going back to uh, somewhere that I knew wasn't yeah. as scary, but at the same time, like I had to find somewhere to live. I, mm-hmm. I moved into a shared house with people that I didn't know. And it's, it's different. Like it's a shared house yeah. with professionals is very different to living in a uni student house. Um, yeah. So yeah. that was kind of um, scary. I mean, it worked out for the best. And again, I met friends for life, but you just don't know. You don't know what the experience is going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to work to something that I knew, um, I guess I felt a bit more comfortable. I mean, I was excited to earn money. 
Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, at the same time, I miss uni. I still miss uni now. Like, I wish we could kind of go back just for like a week. It'll, it'll, I know. Yeah. Just to experience it just a little bit. Yeah, it would be fun. So uh, fast forward to now, we still kind of meet maybe annually um, or every, so or even more than that sometimes. Yeah, when we're allowed to. <laughs> when we're allowed to. So right now we're we're in this uh, weird situation, but we've we've taken good advantage of like using stuff like house party and, and, and Zoom to kind of stay connected with people, which I think is really important. Yeah, I actually think this is kind of bad, but I actually think I'm speaking to people more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Which is good, but um, yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> it just goes to show how maybe life had gotten way over like to the point where we didn't know how to connect with people more regularly and everyone was so consumed with like you know you're busy you've got life you know and then you kind of lose track of like that kind of daily contact which people used to have you know back in the day when you weren't so distracted by other things you know yeah it makes you appreciate it now and I just think like just social media and everything is is kind of keeping everyone in touch, which is great. And yeah. even like the house party app that you mentioned, I think mm. that's funny as well because you can see when people are online. So maybe there's someone that you wouldn't normally speak to and you see they're online. So you're just like, oh, hey. Yeah, it's so nice. I wonder how, what's, how everything is going to transform how we live our lives post this COVID-19. whole situation. yeah yeah it's kind of like maybe this is the new this is the new normal kind of thing like you just check who's online and then you just video call yeah how are you feeling about the whole situation um I don't know I'm it's it's very strange I'm yeah, kind no. of taking it day by day um, but at the same time, like, I think the media don't really help too much and there's quite a lot of negative publicity um, and I'm trying not to watch it too much, actually, at the moment. Um, I know. And I'm just appreciating the time at home because when are we ever going to get time like this again? Like, I think we all live in such a fast-paced life. Yeah. We're yeah. always on the go and like, it is kind of nice to just step back and chill. But don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. it is kind of scary at the same time. And obviously there are a lot of people out there that are having to work really hard, like in the mm-hmm. NHS. And then there's obviously the people that are suffering with it and the people that have unfortunately died from it. So it is scary as well and yeah it's just everyone else just needs to pull their way and do what we're told basically (laughs) (laughs) exactly well I was kind of thinking when I was watching the news because there's such a uh, a difference in how like every day we're having to sit to hear how many people have passed away or how many people have the disease and it's becoming like uh what's the word where you're coming desensitized to it all like it doesn't but it's like actually there are people that are that are not in such good positions or family that are not as say blessed as we are that we just get to spend time with family and not have to worry about like 
someone who is in the ICU or something like that. Yeah, I know. I think it like, I don't know, it just makes you appreciate how lucky you are at the moment when you do see those figures. But like, it's weird because I just kind of get on with the day. And so in mm. the day, I don't really seem to, obviously I am aware that it's going on and stuff, but it, it, yeah. it's not really until it gets to the evening. And then I see like the latest news report and I'm like, oh because they post like yeah. the amount of how many people have died in the last 24 hours and, I, and it just like yeah it just is a bit of reality like that yeah. how serious it is exactly no it's it's very true it's it's a mixture um of emotions going on right now I remember when it all started I was listening to the news every morning every night it was kind of it kind of became an obsession until I had to be like whoa watching the news only makes me feel worse actually yeah and it is scary but I do think they do a lot of um scaremongering and they don't really post Mm. they obviously they don't post any positive things um don't get me wrong I know how serious it is and I know that people are losing their lives and obviously I mean it's a pandemic we're not allowed to leave our houses but there are so many people that have recovered from it as well and I think we need to Mm. like don't forget about those cases either Mm, exactly that there's always well with everything there's always good that is happening at the same time it's yeah. just getting that balance isn't it so that we're not we don't live in fear of something happening yeah I'm also enjoying yeah, what, my daily exercise as well <laughs> true yeah actually, I feel that like I've actually done more exercise <laughs> I, I kind of feel like right for me it's like yay getting out and running or like going for a walk but then like I'm snacking just as much as I'm exercising I cannot stop eating I think I've got a problem (laughs) what have you okay what have you had today uh for example (laughs) I had a oh I had two pieces of cake oh yes obviously I've had my normal meals um (laughs) yeah yeah, I think today I had two pieces of cake. I mean, I, yeah, but I did yeah. go for a run, so. That's good. <laughs> so it's it's all about balance. Exactly. Like today I had so many uh, chocolate fingers. Oh, once um, you start then you can't stop though. Exactly. I had to, you know, yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a problem. But <laughs> we, we'll, we'll get through this. <laughs> so let's talk about the business of life because obviously a a lot of us in our group I think there's about what eight or seven of us and we've all come out of uni and you out of everybody uh kind of are spearheading the whole family life and you have a little one now I do so I have a little boy Isaac which is he's great He's so cute. Um, <laughs> you are in this kind of new stage of life of motherhood, but you you also are still working, and you know what I mean. You still want to like uphold a, a social life and things like that. How have you managed to kind of do all of that in sync? You know. Um. Well, don't get me wrong; it is quite hard, but mm. I think it's the same thing. Like, it just makes you appreciate everything and I don't know I feel like I have quite a good balance I've always had like quite a fast-paced life like we've always want to do but 
our sort of approach to the whole like parenthood thing was that we were just going to go with the flow and take every day as it comes, which is kind of what we've done. Yeah. And I think yeah. with us being quite relaxed um, has kind of rubbed off on Isaac as well in a good way. So he's mm. quite chilled as well, and which makes it easier for us because we kind of didn't want to be, be stopping everything. Yeah. Um, and I remember like when I was pregnant, one of my really good friends said to me, she was like, just remember that, obviously this little person is joining your life so you don't have to stop everything for them they can like sort of adapt to your life obviously there are certain things you can't do yeah but um quite a lot of things we just continue to do and like we just brought Isaac along with us and stuff which was cool um and yeah I obviously try and stay in touch with my friends Mm -hmm. um yeah it's good um, and now I'm back at work, so it kind of adds another spanner in the works. Even though it is hard, like when I first went back to work, I was absolutely dreading it. But at the same time, I knew it was the right thing. And also I knew that nursery was the right thing for Isaac because he absolutely loves it and he loves mm. interacting with other babies as well. So I decided to go back three days, um, which kind of is kind of nice because it means I get two days with him on my days off um yeah and Chris also has a Friday off so they get a day together so it's like daddy daycare on Fridays um that's really which is really nice for them as well to spend the time and I think quite a lot of dads don't really have that so um yeah Chris really enjoys that and so does Isaac but yeah it was we just have to be organized really because obviously on days where I've, I've been at work and Chris has been at work and Isaac's been at nursery obviously we all get in um so we, yeah. we just need to be organized with dinners and everything like that like we kind of need to plan the week um but yeah. yeah was that a big change like I know you're naturally an organized person but did you have to kind of pick up or did was that like a natural thing where you just like yep let's do this let's do that um kind of like I feel like it was kind of like an instinct thing but also obviously I had nine months off on maternity so I didn't work for nine months and don't get me wrong a lot of, a mm. lot of people are like oh you had nine months of work that's amazing but with a baby it's quite different you are busy yeah, yeah exactly you might not be at work but you you still have a full-time job um so you're running around yeah so I don't know I guess like we kind of changed our routine so I did have a routine when I was off on maternity but going back to work that had to change slightly but yeah it did help me being organized um but it's just kind of different if that makes sense like did you enjoy being pregnant like what was that time like because I actually one of my favorite memories of you being (laughs) pregnant was when we had when we came over to your um baby shower and we all like had the pregnancy um (laughs) the pretend bumps (laughs) the pretend bumps and I put it on my Instagram and people legit thought I was pregnant (laughs) (laughs) it was it was so Um, good yeah I actually did well I didn't enjoy the beginning well it's hard because you sound really ungrateful when you say oh I didn't enjoy it obviously you are happy and yeah you know you're so happy that you're pregnant mm. but at the beginning I really didn't feel well and I was like throwing up constantly up until about week 20 so that's literally like halfway through um wow. and it was we so it was I was pregnant in 
Yeah, so it would have been from 2018. And we had like a really hot summer that year. So even the early stages of me being pregnant, it was so hot and everyone was enjoying the sun and I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to throw up. <laughs> um, so I didn't really enjoy that part. But yeah, like, after I got past the week 20 mark, I think like, I started getting really excited and like, you know, it was all yeah. becoming real because I actually had like a visible bump. Mm. Um, and yeah, like I feel like I, I did enjoy it and obviously there are like certain foods you can't eat and obviously you can't drink but I think like because a lot of people said to me like oh you must be gutted that you can't have a drink or you can't go out yeah um but actually like it's it's a nice reason that you can't drink that yeah, makes sense so yeah. I didn't feel like I was missing out and we still did stuff together like where we could like we still met up with yeah you exactly. and it was normal yeah a, stu- so- a stupid question there oh no <laughs> it's a silly question but like as a mom how like when you're pregnant do you all of a sudden know how to measure things in weeks (laughs) like how does that work like is is it just because you're counting in weeks and that's how you do it because because I'm saying like oh I'm this many weeks gone yeah because I always like ask any like uh pregnant women or like people with kids who like haven't reached like double figures like age and then it's like oh the 18 weeks or the like 24 weeks and I I just don't like do you have to change that measurement in your head um well you kind of just keep track of it I think part of it is like obviously yeah you're you're counting down the days until the due date even Mm. though obviously technically you don't know if the baby's going to be born on the due date but part of it's that um also you have so many like appointments so you have three scans and then you have midwife appointments and mm. doctor's appointments and they are all labeled as like your 12 week scan your 20 week scans or your 25 week midwife appointment or your 26 week doctor's appointment so i think if like you've just wow. had an appointment you just always know yeah yeah i get that yeah and also yeah. like nowadays with technology and everything everyone's got an app on their phone to tell them how big the bump is or how big the baby is so at week 20 it could be like the size of a melon or something so you're always tracking it on your app as well so i think that yeah. helps too that's really quite good i have a app right this is funny but i use it for like like periods and tracking them and things like that but the yeah. funniest thing is it still gives me alerts to when I'm not likely to be pregnant. <laughs> and oh, one time when, when when you're ovulating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one time I was at work and the notification came up like, oh, mo- you know, you're most likely to, you know, something like you're most likely to get pregnant like tomorrow or something like that. And I rushed to my phone like, oh, get it off, get it off. Get it off. But things like that. Do, Your do boss is like, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to hide a baby <laughs> but yeah no the the I guess that makes sense because I always feel like I want to I can't keep up when people start speaking in weeks but I guess when you are doing it for when you know that that's how doctors and everybody track it then it's easier to to remember 
Yeah. It's funny. Like I was having, it's kind of weird as well. Cause even when the baby's born, obviously before they're like a certain age, you're still saying they're, oh, this many weeks old. And you just keep track of that as well. And I find it mm. funny now, like me and my friends, I've got like a group of friends who we've all had babies similar time yeah. and our babies are all turning one now, but everyone still seems to say their ages like, in months so they'll say like oh yeah, yeah he's, he's 13 months and it's like oh, exactly yeah, he's, he's one <laughs> it's like when do we stop that they'll be three and we'll be saying oh yeah they're 36 months old that's what i'm saying yeah i guess you get used to they get used to just saying it in, in, the, in those terms yeah and it gives me kind of a break because as much as i love him and as much as i love spending time with him you do need a break from baby language (laughs) otherwise you start to go a little bit crazy so work is actually a break for me that's really good and like I feel like when I look at you and uh Chris Isaac's dad and I'm very inspired by how you've kind of navigated the whole um parenthood and kind of really mastering that life because whenever I do see you it just seems like it flows more whereas I think everyone has a different experience of course and some people find it more chaotic than others (laughs) I mean when he's in public yeah but you don't see the meltdowns that we have to deal with when it's just us when it's just me (laughs) when it's just you I know this is why I love babies and handing them back it's such a (laughs) when you when you hold a baby you don't hold the whole experience isn't it like when it's yours you have to deal with the different phases you have to deal with dinner time (laughs) (laughs) I I I think I speak for the other girls that when we look at you we just think like you're just such a good example of like somebody who's um quote-unquote made it in life in a way Uh... you know like uh when I when we came to your house I remember my first time I had been, and, and, and Charlotte, one of our good friends, had said, oh, my gosh, Janice, when you get to Olivia's house, it, it will make you want to get your life together. <laughs> and, and when I went, I was, like, so happy and so proud of you, you and your partner and your, you know, and little Isaac and just seeing how um, you guys are just, you know, living life. It's just really inspiring. Ah, thanks, Jan Jan. Well, I wouldn't have been able to do it by myself. I obviously had the help of Chris as well. And yeah, yeah, we were just lucky in our jobs and stuff. And I think we work for quite a good company and they treat their employees well. So yeah, every, like, a lot of things had a part to play in it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So if I rewind back to uni days, we, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, like we did. Life, life was freer. Life was there were no cares in the world. Like you, we could just sit up and talk till the sun came out. Go out, go out like four times a week. <laughs> <laughs> four times, yeah. What's your like um, funnest memory of like those days with us all? 
Oh, there's so many. Oh, best me- memory. Um, I feel, well, I feel like this is a funny one. Not necessarily a best one, but yeah. I remember one time we had been out and you were there, Janice. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we got back. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows, but sometimes I uh, like to sing. Um, and we were singing in the hallway. Adele. 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 <laughs> and then we got a noise complaint from our neighbour. <laughs> And you went off. Oh my goodness. <laughs> number 50. Yeah. That's what we so, called him. Number 50 from number 50 <laughs> complained about my beautiful singing. I mean, it was only 2 a.m. Um, he wasn't even like next door neighbor. He was like down the street across the road neighbor. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's a funny memory. And we actually got an official noise complaint and we had to all sit on the sofa and be told off by our landlords. <laughs> like we're children, yes. literally. <laughs> but like in two years, that happened once. It was, wasn't like we always had parties or anything. Like, I think we were actually quite good tenants. Yeah. It was just the one time I decided to sing, you know, Mr. 50 <laughs> came and told me off. <laughs> and to be honest, across the road, where near Mr. 50, was that ha- dodgy house. So I don't know why we got a nose complaint when there was clearly something going on yeah, in I that do. house where people were coming in and out, like a uh, brothel situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what we thought it was anyway. Exactly. So, yeah, that was, I mean, I have loads of like fun memories, but that is just like a funny classic story. Yeah. Yeah. One of my worst ones my worst memory is when I locked all of you guys out oh. and this was not and this was not on purpose I swear and you were not answering your phone I mean just to remind you I had to sleep on the floor I yeah because everybody took pictures of them on the floor and obviously I had to open the the door um the next morning basically uh for those of you listening Everyone went out except me, and then the, <laughs> I, the latch was on the door, <laughs> and everybody came back. She put and, the chain across, <laughs> and no one could get in. <laughs> and I had, and like, Janice was not calls. answering her phone. <laughs> no, and everyone had to sleep next door on the floor. Some people on the floor. Yeah. So yeah, that that was that was my best moment at uni. <laughs> Why have you learned? Like what? has been one of the biggest lessons you've learned as a mom? Um, well, I think like one of the main things and like this helped with speaking to people that I knew before, like my sister gave me quite a lot of good advice and also yeah. like one of my close friends that I work with, they always said to me like, don't forget that obviously this new person or this new baby is entering your life. So, you know, Mm. it doesn't have to completely change. Obviously it does change quite a lot, but you don't have to stop doing all the things that you enjoy and all the things that you did before. So we just try to take like a relaxed approach to parenthood. And I mean, it's, it was much easier at the beginning to sort of take a newborn baby out with you and go, I mean, I don't mean out, out. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. to like, you know, to people's houses or like to go for dinner mm. and stuff. You can do all those things because they just come with you. It's a bit more difficult now because Isaac's a bit older and we kind of had a good routine and, you know, it, we don't really want to change that routine. But at the same time, yeah. like, yeah, like 
weekends and stuff, we still try and see people. And also we've realized how important it is to give each other time as well. I mean, mm. give each other time on our own as in spend time together, but also, yeah. you know, I obviously still try and see you girls and yeah. Chris sees his mates, which I think is really important because otherwise, like, you can't just stay in with a baby 24-7. Like, as much as I love him, you do need a break mm. sometimes. Exactly. exactly. I feel like at the moment we, you know, we definitely have a good balance and we try to be relaxed about it and it definitely like rubs off on Isaac as well. And he's kind of chilled mm. and it makes it easier because he's happy to go to people as well. And it means we can have different people look after him. So then we can yeah. spend time together. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's going well. Don't get me wrong. Obviously it does have its challenges and, you know, he does have absolute meltdowns like any child. Um, yeah. and dinner does end up on the floor most nights and it's messy and you know there's screaming but at the same time it's fun um, what I wanted to say is uh, I mean we've talked about uh, uni life um, working and things like that but you know another great thing you know with your life and how it is is obviously having a you know someone like Chris who um understands you and is loving to you and you know he's such a great like guy just seeing you guys from afar and seeing how you love each other and how you love your family it's so encouraging and I just wonder like any advice for a single lady like me to find me a Chris Aww. I need to find me a Chris <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a hashtag team Chris Oh, that's nice. Um, so I don't know. I feel like my advice, but you've got this anyway, like just be yourself. And to be honest, like me and Chris met when I really didn't think I was going to meet anyone. It just kind of happened. And I actually already hmm. knew him. Um, but you know, when you kind of, did you already know each other? Well, sort of. So like, Wait. we obviously were together on placement, but we weren't together. If you know what ah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, so yeah. like I knew him as in I'd seen him in the office and not really spoken, yeah. said hi, maybe that's about it. Um, and then obviously we did final year of uni, then went back. And then I think it was like, we did like a work social event I mean he wasn't in my department but he was in like you know the wider team um and yeah we just started speaking then and you know when you just start speaking to someone it just kind of clicked and it works and then yeah we dated wow. and now we're together and now we've got a baby um but yeah like, I think you've just got to be relaxed about it and just mm. you know be yourself and your man will come along. <laughs> <laughs> My man. Yeah, I think it's like it always happens when you least expect it. Yeah, I mean, everyone always says that. But I guess when you're when you're still uh, when you're thinking about it too much, it seems like so far away. When you're overthinking it, yeah, and then I, mean, I, I feel even... like you kind of like. I mean, hopefully Chris won't listen to this, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I've he won't times listen to before. This. I mean, this is like way before his time, but like times before when I thought, oh, like I really, really want a boyfriend. But then you kind of just think you're like not desperate, but like yeah. Whenever yeah. you speak yeah. to a guy, you're like, oh, could he be 
and you just kind of mm. think too into it I feel like whereas if you're just like I mean, it's rich trying to say not to think about it when you are thinking about it because that's like the hardest thing to yeah. do. But yeah, just be yourself and it will happen. Yeah. I, I think like when when I probably like look at people who are in like healthy uh, relationships like yourself and things, it's very easy to think that it just um, happened automatically. Like you just looked at him and it was just like, yep that is you know what it was whereas maybe there is like a journey and there is a lot of talking and and things like that and sometimes I feel like when I meet people as a girl you kind of go further in your head than you should like you're already seeing yourself with them yeah (laughs) like like it goes it goes a bit mad in your head and yeah like you say we just calm down and chill yeah, I know what you mean. You try and like picture yourself with them and then you're like, oh, what if we did this? Blah, blah, blah. Um, whereas like, guys... I can, only, I can already see the babies. <laughs> yeah, whereas the guy is like, oh, I'm just enjoying this chat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I know. Literally, does he know that you're already like seeing the, the wedding days day. from now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what, how, how would you recommend meeting people with COVID-19? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, what, it what, is difficult. what, like, but delivery man? To be fair, I mean, a lot of people online date anyway before this. And I imagine a lot more people True. are doing it now. I mean, I guess you have to do wine and dine via video call. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, basically, the other day... I saw a ad on um, Instagram for this dating app and you you date and then in that first week you go on the video call date. So I think that's the thing. Like if you swipe right with someone, it's just like arrange a house party or maybe not house party now, but like a Zoom call. Yeah. So and then like I think you should do it. Yeah, I I always download and delete all the time. Aww. So uh, we we'll see what mood I'm in in the in these three months. Have you um have you watched Love Is Blind? Oh my goodness, have I watched Love Is Blind? Don't give anything away because yeah. I'm only on uh, episode five, but it just sort of reminded me of that because that's like a weird dating thing as well, where they obviously can't see each other, but they can just speak through a wall. Yeah, I absolutely love that show. Like when you see to the end and then when you see the reunion and now I'm like following some of the couples on Instagram because I'm a, a bit obsessed. But yeah, yeah, no, it's such a good show that shows that like um, you don't, yeah, you really don't have to see someone in a way to, to be able to. And love is blind. To be in the beginning anyway. But um, yeah, it is crazy how like after day two they're like, "I love you," and I'm just like, "Okay, can we all just get a grip? We've known each other for two days. Can we all yeah. just calm down?" Like, <laughs> just been watching Disney, just oh, trying to keep my mind. <laughs> Disney Plus came out at the right time. They are obviously raking it in. I know it's so good. I was watching Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I watched The Little Mermaid today. 
<laughs> That's a great one. That is a really great one. But it's been really great talking to you. Oh, it's been great to be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you believe we've been talking for uh, thirty eight minutes? No, that long. It goes by really yeah. quickly, actually. Liv, it's been wonderful to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you, Jan Jan. And I, I I really I wish you the best in all things for you, your family, Chris and Isaac, my fave. I mean, you guys are great, but Isaac is like at the top of the list. Ah. Uh, well, thank you. I, I hope uh, you understand. kind of <laughs> Hey guys, thank you so much for joining in on the Janice Diaries podcast. Follow me on all social media at Janice Diaries. If you want to read a little bit more, JaniceDiaries.com for my blog. And guess what? I'm on radio. Yes, tune in to after5radio.net every weekend, 6 till 9 Central African time or 5 till 8 GMT for life on the real with your girl. Janice, aka Miss Jan Jan for real. You don't want to miss it. Until next time, take care.